a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Welcome back, Rebels and Imperials, to Force Ghost Coast to Coast. My name is Brian. With me, as always, are Matt and Liz. And, friends, we are here to talk about the newest LEGO Star Wars special, Summer Vacation, debuted on August 5th, 2022. And this is the third of the Star Wars specials, correct? Yes. There was the the holiday special, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, was there a Valentine's? I'm trying to think what the other one was. No, there, there was a Life Day, and then a... Um... A Halloween one. Yes, mm-hmm. Halloween. That's what it was. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I think all of them have these sort of cute little, like, uh, framing devices that get you into the sort of three different stories that live in each of these episodes. Uh, the first, and it's also funny how sometimes they are very topical in terms of, like, the, the people and the settings that they're referencing. Like, for instance, this one starts with an Obi-Wan story which feels mm-hmm. appropriate because the Obi-Wan series that we just got. Um, and what I love about these, and we'll talk about them in, in particular, but I feel like each of these stories is something that could never have happened, but the, 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 the special doesn't treat them any less important. Like I feel like a lot of care is put into these stories, and there's a lot of fun references and all of that, even if they're basically just like silly throwaway stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the first one, the Obi-Wan one. So Obi-Wan meets a um, a, uh, a rebel who is uh, trying to hide out in the Mos Eisley Cantina, and she basically claims that he is her husband to get away from some stormtrooper, stormtroopers. And then um, they have to go on this sort of like extended uh, goof about being married <laughs> Uh, for yeah. a while, and um, I I thought this was pretty charming. I think it's fun because this is, I believe, this is the episode that Yvette Nicole Brown was a part of. I believe she was Colvette, mm-hmm. and so yes, uh, I was. I was like, is it, when she said her name, it's like that's just your name, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought the, the the voice casting was fun, and I thought overall this was a this was a fun episode, a, a fun installment. Uh, especially when we got to see Obi-Wan essentially become like a <laughs> reggae toaster and just like call out different species on the dance floor. Um, yeah, that that was that was great. That was great. Yeah. Any one of the classic Star Wars songs. Yes, exactly. Uh, any particular <laughs> favorite moments from that first one? Uh, when uh, they reuse the uh, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> soundtrack <laughs> that was great um was was that actually um him doing the voice i don't know it was d bradley baker who did the mm-hmm. voice of mm-hmm. all the clones in clone wars and rebels and all of that yeah yeah because because that that was funny um yes. i like that yeah i remember anything else on that one yeah, I, I just like I feel like putting um, Obi Wan in a situation like that is just innately funny and also heartwarming. I liked the fact that you know we got to see I, I guess Ben Kenobi dancing in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thingy, dancing, mm-hmm. not something I thought you know we we would see here. Well, maybe in a Lego special, but you know, not <laughs> not uh, 
maybe canonically within Star Wars. I like how even in the Lego universe of Star Wars, no one believes that Obi-Wan can unclench his butt cheeks long enough to have a good time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, There's a little glimmer of it, but it just doesn't seem, you know, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, and we should say that this is uh, preceded by having a um, a cameo, not a cameo, but a, a force ghost appears to Finn. And Finn is the, sort of the, the the lead character throughout this, and uh, you know F Finn sees the the Force Ghost of Obi Wan, which continues this thread that was sort of hinted at in the Rise of Skywalker that Finn is Force sensitive, and has not been picked up anywhere except for these Lego specials, <laughs> which is <laughs> again is like true. a crazy thing that Star Wars is doing right now. These Lego specials are doing heavy lifting in building the post. Um, trilogy universe yes yes that was, really that's one of the big notes i had here um also just with the whole way they frame the episode that they're all on vacation when it first started i felt like it was super meta in that i felt like all of these star wars characters went to disney world to that star wars <laughs> hotel i felt like that was where they were at and also, these characters have kind of been on vacation from Star Wars stories as well. Mm, good like they, point. They have not really been around. Although this week, Oscar Isaac said he would do more films as Poe Dameron. Oh, I really? I saw that. Yes. yes. So um, yeah. that's that's a good thing. <laughs> I, do, I do like whoever was doing the voice acting of, um, of Poe Dameron mm -hmm. was just playing Moon Knight. Instead of Poe <laughs> in this episode, it was really funny. <laughs> we should also mention it, it's interesting to see sort of who who comes back for these things. Like Billy D. Williams was the voice of Lando. Anthony Daniels I mean, was the voice of yeah, Three PO. He's really packed, you know. Right, yeah, but Anthony Daniels will do anything for a paycheck. It seems so he's back as Three PO. <laughs> but the one that I was really happy to see was Kelly Marie Tran is back as Rose. Oh, good! I didn't realize that was her. So I'm I'm very happy that she is not. Like, mm -hmm. if, if I were her, I would have fucked off forever after the way the fans treated Rose, mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. that's the way J.J. Abrams treated Rose. So you know, um, the fact that she's back, I think, is great. And this is the second one I think that she's done the voice for. So second or third. So you know, I think it's great that 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 she was back in that role as well. Um, the only other Obi Wan story notes I had was just that there was a lot of. Like they managed to get almost every, uh, almost every Star Wars species mentioned in there. Like they they really crammed that <laughs> dance floor full of a lot of different aliens, and that's great. Well, it was Jabba's annual uh, birthday barbecue. Yes, it was. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were a lot of really funny just little moments in that episode, and um, you know, I. I I liked the fact that we got. Um, I think there was a Max Rebo appearance in the background. Mm -hmm. There was definitely. Yeah, some, there was definitely a size noodles. I mean, they're alive again. I guess. Oh, I guess this is a flashback. This Damn. is a flashback. Yes. Uh, to be fair, I really hope that we see Max Rebo in a sling in the Book of Boba Fett season two or something, where you, can, <laughs> you know, where he's clearly injured but okay. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it that that is being announced uh, next month. By the way, oh. the season two of Boba Fett. No. Mm -hmm. oh. Man, so, absolutely no one asked for that. No, yeah. but I wonder if they see it as like, we got to fix this, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, which, let them try. Sure, why not? Or it gets them, you know, another half season of Mandalorian. Just... Yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That is that is true. I don't also. know. Like they make the episode counts. Do they know that? Like they don't have to cheat by putting <laughs> in another series. Uh, they probably don't know that. I'm gonna yeah. guess. Hey, no matter what we can say about um, Disney, Disney and um, Lucasfilm right now, I think we can all just agree we're very happy that they are not uh, HBO Max and Warner Media with all the craziness going on there. Like that background movie that's almost done that won't be released now. Mm-hmm. Just, just shit canning a ninety million dollar film because I don't know. So yeah, yeah. At least Disney <laughs> is not that yet mm-hmm. uh well, I, i'm sure it'll get there one day there was actually a rumor is that walmart wants to possibly buy disney oh it seems like that shouldn't work math wise but hmm. who knows? <laughs> yeah who knows yeah. um all right so let's let's move on to the second story which is narrated to uh finn by anakin skywalker who comes out of the um <laughs> come yeah, it comes out of the water in the, with like a scuba apparatus on that makes him breathe like Darth Vader, which was mm-hmm. clever. Um, yeah, he is dead and loving it. Yes, he Just, is. He, he is sure tr- is. He is truly the Liam Neeson, uh, not Liam Neeson, <laughs> fucking Leslie Nielsen. Very different people. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, Dracula, dead and loving it. But Darth Vader, oh god, I want to see Liam Neeson in a remake of Dracula, dead and loving it so yeah. badly right now. Yeah, but he, man, he just force ghosts in, just living his best life. Yes, he is. He is very happy to be a force ghost. Happiest ever seen him. Yes, Mm -hmm. this is definitely the happiest (laughs) ever seen him. Um, Also, a great joke about sand. Oh, yeah. It's my. my, I watched this with my entire family, none of whom have seen the prequels, and all of them laughed at that joke. And I was like, "You have no idea how funny that joke actually is." But yeah, so um, what did you guys think of the Palpatine and uh, Vader on vacation on Scarif? Oh, <sighs> so, th- this is my favorite one. I feel like Matt's not headed in the same direction. <laughs> no, it's it, it's fine. Um, I, it, I I would just say this: the the overlap of the Palpatine in these Lego episodes and the Palpatine of Robot Chicken is like complete mm-hmm. so it's uh, it just feels like a lot of a character i've seen before but that's a minor complaint for something that was very very funny mm. see i've never seen robot chicken so Same. perhaps Same. that is where that difference lies mm-hmm. oh man see i will take it the emperor being fed up with the bureaucratic boredom of his life <laughs> great <laughs> needs a vacation we get to see them in- oh we get to see <laughs> The emperor in his bathing suit. <laughs> yep. They go to the beach, and the emperor still has his cowl on to protect him from the sun. I assume. Did I send a picture of that to your wife, Matt, while she was at the beach? <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. Oh, oh do they limbo with a lightsaber? Oh man, they, it, it was. Great. They do straight up chop someone's head off. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Weird Al. Yeah. Weird Al. Mm-hmm. I mean, it he, feels odd that it's not. This is his first time being formally involved with Star Wars. Yes, though I will say that um, his uh, his Star Wars music up to this point makes him basically a uh, like an unofficial member of the Star Wars family. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I do feel like um, the American Pie 
adaptation was as much advertising for the prequels as you know Pepsi was at that point. So. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've, I have to have told you my story of of that song hearing it live, right? I don't know. Oh, this is oh, uh, it. I have, but I have not. I don't think the pod has. Okay, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. So I am a huge Weird Al fan, which should surprise no one who's listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but so he did a tour a couple of years ago called the – it was something like the Ill-Advised Self-Indulgent Vanity Tour, and he didn't play any of his parodies. It was all just the original songs from his albums, except at the end of the night he would do either Yoda or The, For- or the Saga Begins. Um, and so this night he was doing The Saga Begins. Now – if you close your eyes and you picture Weird Al playing, there's only one theater you can actually see him playing at. You don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. It's the Apollo Theater in Harlem. So this is where I saw the concert, uh, which is a crazy place to see Weird Al for a lot of reasons. But anyway, so I'm at this concert, and my seat is on the end of the row. And there is a security guard standing 10 feet from me at the doorway. And so he starts doing... The saga begins, which begins with the exact same words that America Piping is a long, long time ago. And you see the security guard, who's a woman, let's say, in her 60s. Her face just lights up. She's going to hear American Pie and she's happy. Oh, no. And then she is thoroughly confused. And she keeps, she leans over and she goes, why is he doing this? What is this? And I was like, it's his song. Goes, no, it's American Pie. I said, no, it's a parody of that. Why? Like She could not figure it out because the whole night there wasn't parodies, and I guess she isn't a Weird Al fan. So she was just like shouting in my ear as I'm trying to listen, like, why is this happening? And like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to enjoy this song. <laughs> but, but I do know because I'm a Weird Al fan. Yeah, but like, I, I wasn't going to explain 30 years of Weird Al to her, like, you know, in the middle oh, of no. this concert. Oh no! <laughs> no yeah, so. but I, I feel as a security guard at a music venue, like you have to have heard music at some point. Like, and there, there was a point in time where Weird Al was pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that, but you know, again, she was she was a good twenty to twenty five years older than than I am. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she wasn't like bouncing around to fat the way I was when I was, you know, <laughs> eight years old or whatever it was. Yeah. So, you know, she she was too busy doing shit to care about Weird mm-hmm. Al. But I, you know, I can't relate to that because Weird Al's the best. But anyway, enough of that. Yeah, th- th- this this episode, this like installment was really really fun. I liked the. Um, I wish that sometimes I feel sometimes these specials put their best line in the trailer. Because they have to, right? But the line of Palpatine saying, like, you know, to get with the rubbing and, uh, you know, make sure you get the <laughs> shoulders, <laughs> they, they always burn. Like, that's a great joke, and I wish that <laughs> that wasn't ruined in the trailer. Mm. Um, that was good. I did, yeah. like, also the uh, participation trophy part. Yes, yes. Then, yeah, on Scarif, everyone's a ruler, and then, you know, he loses his mind. Yes. <laughs> Also, there were a couple of good jokes about like that's that. There's a lot of Rogue One specific humor there, just about mm-hmm. how he's going to turn that beach into like this this landing or whatever. Like you know, all mm-hmm. of that was very specific to Rogue <laughs> One and very fun. Yeah. Or put the shield generator over here yeah, and the power cool. switch for it all the way over here. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I love that Star Wars can make fun of itself in those ways. Yes. Um, and then we have the third story, which is told by a Force ghost, Leia. 
which is about uh, Ben Solo on his last family vacation before going back to, I guess before going to Luke's Jedi Academy with Chewie and uh, R2 and 3PO and Leia and Han. And they go to uh, Endor and they they meet up with uh, two of my favorite comedians, Thomas Lennon and Paul F. Tompkins, who are two of the people on this planet. And there's a, there's a, you know, hilarity ensues. Um, there's uh, Paul Tompkins basically plays like a, um, like the the bad guy in um, Better Off Dead or like any of those like summer vacation slash ski resort slash skateboarding movies. There's always like the cocky asshole kid, mm-hmm. and that's basically who he's playing in it. And um, yeah, this was maybe my least favorite of them. But I will say this one also has a little bit of an emotional like tether to it because you see Leia and Han really, you know, grappling with their son going off and leaving. And that's, you know, that's a relatable thing for anybody. But it's it's even more relatable when you know that he's going to turn evil and kill his father. Yeah, you're like, is the next time you see him when you stab him? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it may be. Like... This is a real dark moment to be like, you know what? I've learned something to love my family. Yeah. Have fun with Uncle Luke. Oh, I'm going to try and fucking kill him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that that was tough. Yeah. Because this one was my least favorite one, too. And I, I felt like all of, you know, each little vignette had like some sort of, um, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say lesson. What word am I trying to think of? I wanted to leave us with, you know, I, like live in the moment, you know, do what makes you happy. And then this one was like, you know, no one's ever really gone. Like, I feel like this one was, I don't know, sort of serious. I mean, it did end. have the line, I once again, oh, I once again am a golden god. Yeah. So that was great. <laughs> no, that's not so serious. <laughs> but yeah, this one really. Well, and then it really brought the whole episode into a very serious mm-hmm. moment that I wasn't expecting. Well, that's well, what yeah. I want to talk about. Yeah, so after, sorry, God, no, 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 please, let's go. I was going to say, you know, after Vader was, you know, slathering sunscreen all over Palpatine, I didn't expect it to end this way. Mm-hmm. So my question is: Is this the last one of these they're going to do? Yeah. Because uh, oh. because they they leave this, they leave on this note where they're all going off to do their own things. And they don't want to say goodbye, and that could just be goodbye until the next special next year. But I don't know why you do that. Like this is my sort of like overarching Star Wars question. I feel like this was the place for them to tell stories with these characters while they figured out what they wanted to do with these characters. But hmm. the tr- but yeah. now, if they're going to do something with them, then they really don't need these specials to be that way. They, I'm so, I don't think they're going to do Lego specials, but I don't think they're going to be framed by the sequel trilogy pals doing stuff. Mm. I See, I, I was thinking the opposite. Because this is the first time in Star Wars, essentially ever, we've had a pathway forward shown to us. Like, we know that um, in this, you know, set of vectors, we've got Rey searching for Jedi temples. We have um, Finn searching for Force sensitives. We have Poe training pilots. Um, 
So for me, it was I always want thought that is this the setup for the next leg of these stories? And yeah, they may only be Lego focused, but I, as we've said before, this is probably the only bit of sequel trilogy stuff we are going to get for a long time. Well, I wonder if that's changing, and that's why, and that's why this is going this way. I, I think both of us are essentially saying the same thing. I think mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're, we're we're both going to be I think we both think we're going to see stories that were hinted at here being told. I think that I think you're you're thinking a smaller scale than I am, which is probably the correct way to be thinking about this actually, which is like that, that there's going to be a just a um you know, Lego stories in the future set in these in these different ti- you know, these different sort of setups. Whereas mm-hmm. I am sort of thinking that I wouldn't be surprised if we're getting an announcement of some sort of sequel trilogy something or other coming out soon. Yeah, when, I would I, I, yeah, I would I, love that. I actually kind of think it's going to be an animated series. Okay. I kind of think that they need to do for the sequel trilogy, what the Clone Wars did for the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to be putting together some sort of a, a show that is going to be highlighting these characters. I also or, think... Yeah. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead. No, go say, first. Or it could be something like Visions, but instead of um, different random stories, it's you know a different take on each of their stories. So you have you bring in someone to tell Ray's story. You bring in someone to tell Finn's story. Hmm. That could be very interesting too. Yeah, I didn't even think about this being the last of the Lego specials, but the way both of you talk about it, it makes sense, and I would like to see something different. Yeah. I mean, I do hope they never stop making Lego specials because these are fantastic. Yes, they are. I agree. Yeah, it brings some levity to Star Wars. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And and I'll take it a step further. I also think that we have seen almost a total collapse of the Star Wars film like side. Mm -hmm. There have been a lot of TV shows, but every movie that's been announced has been delayed. Like Mm -hmm. they said, you know, oh yeah, maybe Ryan Johnson will do his trilogy one day. Taika Waititi said, my film will not go into production next year because there's no script for it. Um, Rogue Squadron has been delayed, I think, indefinitely at this point. Uh, there were those, there was going to be a trilogy of movies by the Game of Thrones guys, but that got canceled. So maybe maybe they have an idea to do a Poe movie or something, and they need to set this up. They need to, you know, just sort of relieve this character of his Lego duties for a while to let him do something else. Although I don't think you really need to do that. I think people can understand that this is not quite canon. And, uh, <laughs> and so Poe can both be training X-Wing fighters in a in a TV, in a movie somewhere, and also be, you know, going on silly vacations with his boyfriend Poe. I mean, boyfriend Finn, rather. Um, yeah. I don't think you need to do one or the other. I think you can do both. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's interesting to think of what the path. What I was even thinking about. Yeah, all the movies have been kind of shortchanged. 
because again, I know it, it, it's difficult and you know not always sensible to make a direct comparison between Marvel and Star Wars, even though they're both under the you know Disney franchise. But I feel like a lot of it, if they were to make movies, it would fall into the same realm that Marvel kind of is right now, where they have so much of Phase Four tied into the TV shows that when they come out with a movie, people are like, why do I care about this? Right. So I, I feel like you can keep making Mandalorian and book of Boba Fett and Andor, and then you come out with a random Lando movie and everyone's like, great. <laughs> right. Like, cool. I get two episodes worth of something on a big screen that I have to pay more money for. Right. Although I will so. say that I, I think that there is something to be said for, like one of my big, I know we we have not the three of us have not discussed our feelings on Thor: Love and Thunder yet, but I was informed by uh, Eileen, Matt's wife, that you all enjoyed it far more than I did. Um, Brian, I, did you think it was too gay? No, of course not. Nothing is ever gay enough in the Marvel universe. I will not be happy <laughs> until there is penetration in an MCU film. Um, <laughs> but. No, I I just felt that it looked really cheap. I think it's one of the worst looking Marvel films, mm. and I think part of that is probably because it was done mostly on green screen because of uh, because of the pandemic. But like, mm -hmm. there's a rumor, and I tend to believe it, that um, Chris Pratt and uh, Thor, what's his name, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth were never in the same room. That that was hmm. all them acting in front of green screens, and Chris Pratt is so wooded and terrible in those scenes that I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually like w what happened there. But my point was that a lot of people have been calling like Obi Wan and Book of Boba Fett all those shows that they look like lower budget than a Star Wars film, but they're they're not as expansive. And I think they kind of have to be on a they're on a TV budget. Whether or not there should be a difference in TV and movie budgets anymore is a topic for a different day. But I understand that there is a difference in budget there, right? And mm -hmm. so I wonder if Disney is just relishing this lower budget thing and isn't caring about the films. But I think that all this stuff is cyclical, and at a certain point they are going to care about the films again. And I feel like Star Wars is not really primed yet to capitalize on the next film thing, whatever that is. So, again, I don't think that anyone in, involved with this Lego thing had thought we'd be talking about the film implications of it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it, it just got me thinking about where Star Wars is film-wise right now. Mm -hmm. But we mm -hmm. do have the Disney Plus... Is it like Investor's Day? There's some sort of Disney Plus Day coming up that is going to... Oh, yeah. The uh, one where they, like, listed off 8,000 series that we had never heard of. Yes, exactly. Um... So that is happening. Let's see. And then we can speculate. Yes, and we can speculate about what's coming out. So they have said that that is where the Book of Boba Fett Season 2 will be announced. Mm. Uh, it looks like it is September 5th. September 8th, I'm sorry. September 8th mm -hmm. is when all it's right. going to be. So, and there's well, going they to keep pushing uh, Andor back enough. They'll just release all the episodes on one day <laughs> and have that list of new shows. Did you see they actually confirmed the release dates of all of the episodes now? For I did see that, yeah. So at least we know now yeah. when they're coming out. So, um, But yeah, I, I am excited to talk about Andor, but we're going to have to wait a little while to do it, which 
ultimately is probably fine. It gives me something to live for for another few weeks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kidding. <tough. laughs> kidding. Kidding. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good. Uh, any other Lego thoughts before we uh, get out of here? No, I mean keep keep making them. They're, these are fantastic. Keep going. Although, uh, not one to criticize. I I am one to criticize. Um, what's up with Ray's voice actor? Yeah, I don't there know. that was the one voice that kept being like, "Wait, who is that?" Well, I, I felt like at one point she had a British accent and then she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if if who the regular person like wasn't available for this, which is why yeah. she has like two lines in this. Um, yeah, that 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 could be. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, it could. <laughs> Just like, huh? What? It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and these are a delight. Keep doing them, Disney. I'm gonna guess. So we, I, so I thought we already had a Valentine's Day one. We haven't yet. I'm gonna guess we get Valentine's Day next year. Ooh, into that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There will probably uh, let's guess it. It will probably be Han and Leia, Anakin and Padme, who would be the third couple. Palpatine and Vader. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that's some Dom sub stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we'll find out what it is next time, and we'll return in a few weeks with uh, another episode. I think we're gonna. I think the next one we'll release will either be a book discussion or another RPG episode. But uh, until then, remember, the Force will be with you always. 